Hey there, thank you so much for tuning in to A Lens Into Medicine, a platform and community where future medical professionals are encouraged to join to learn more about what the future holds for them. I'm your host, Parth. This podcast will be a place where we talk about what really happens in medicine, including the healthcare education leading up. We'll bring on current university students, residents, and healthcare professionals to learn more about their experiences along the journey. Surrounded by the internet in this day and age, people only seem to highlight their wins and successes. As a result, I wish to bring transparency and reveal the raw details that lie along the way. I can't wait to meet you and I'm excited for what the future holds for us. Hello everyone. Welcome back to A Lens Into Medicine, where today we'll be talking about how a day in the life may look for a med school student, how workload may shift throughout the experience, and if a school life balance exists, and if so, how to create one. Today, our guest is Riddhi Rani, a soon-to-be third-year medical student at Texas A&M. So thank you so much for coming on to the podcast, Riddhi. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So uh, do you want to introduce yourself really quickly? Sure. Hey, everyone. Uh, my name is Riddhi. Um, as Parth said, I'm a incoming third year in med school. Um, I'm based in Temple, Texas, which for whom, whoever may not know, it's in between Dallas and Austin. Um, I go to Texas A&M, um, and I'm happy to be here and talking with you all. Yeah, for sure. So um, do you want to just like talk about how your summer is going? Do you have any plans for next year? Uh, any big things coming up? Sure. Um, so... Summer's been going well. I just started rotations about two and a half months ago now. Um, finished up my first big one in internal medicine in um, May. Um, I've been doing some electives and um, the summer pretty much just the same thing. Gonna finish out my elective rotations, starting surgery in July. Um, that's gonna go until September. Um, so, you know, just keeping things moving and grooving. I'm gonna get, um, involved in some research in OB anesthesia. So have some projects coming up. Um, I also have some trips planned. Um, I have some time off in September, so I'm going to Europe. So got a lot of, got a lot of things going on. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's real, definitely really cool. So um, do you know what you want to specialize in right now or are you just uh, experiencing everything and you're gonna decide later? Um, I'm pretty much open to everything right now. Um, I uh don't really have a specific plan i have some ideas of what i may be interested in um but right now i'm just trying to soak everything in try to get some exposure to all the different fields and just keep an open mind about everything um i'm not really married in one um in one particular direction as of now yeah so yeah i think it's always good to have an open mind you know in case you are interested in anything else down the line and you know you've like invested like so much of yourself into doing this one specific thing and suddenly you don't want to do anymore. So I think it's really cool to have an open mind. Yeah, absolutely. And I already know so many of my classmates who have already like switched where their interests may be from when they first entered med school. So yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, definitely. A, a lot of things happen, you know, you learn a lot of things and uh, your mindset changes. So yeah, yeah. Th- thank you so much for the introduction. Uh, let's jump right into the questions. So um, I want to know, why did you choose this specific career path? 
So it was kind of a process for me. Um, I have already, I've always been interested in science. That's, I guess, where like the foundation of it was. Um, you know, when I was younger and like probably in like elementary school or so, like I was really into like space and astronomy and the ocean. I always wanted to be like, quote unquote, a scientist when I was like growing up. Um, and then when I started learning more and more about like the human body and like high school biology and stuff like that, I noticed that it really um, fascinated me. Like I was actually interested and like enthralled and like I wanted to keep reading about it, things like that. Um, so, and then when I got into college, um, I took a, I was a neuroscience major and what I realized that I really liked about human physiology and just medicine in general was that you get to learn every day. And for me, I'm like the type of person, I get bored really easily with the same thing. Um, like I need to keep myself on my toes. I need to like always be like thinking and I need to have my like mind churning all the time. And so that's what I really liked about medicine was that you could be the top physician in your field and every day you're still gonna be learning. Like there's new research coming out about treatments, procedures, things like that. You have to keep up to date on that. You come across so many different people in the field, like with your patients, with your colleagues, with your team members that you learn from so many different people who come from so many different like walks of life. And so that part of it just like really intrigued me. Like I was really into the science of it. I was really into the physiology of it. And then I was also really into the like culture of just like always being a student, no matter like how far you get in your career. Um, and so I ended up picking medicine. And I think it was the right decision for me. Yeah, that, that's really cool uh, how like, you know, uh, you went through the process and it just wasn't, there wasn't like one specific reason. Like I know a lot of people, they're doing it for the money and really like you can't do it because it's so much like you have to invest so much of your life into that, mm -hmm. uh, into learning. And as you said, you're constantly learning and, you know, money at like, sure, that's definitely a positive, but at the end of the day, uh, you have, you have to have a personal reason for why you're doing it. Um, and so was there a specific inspiration? Um, like, did you want to help people or was like, there's something that specifically drew you to this type of science other than the fact that you were interested in learning about it? Yeah, absolutely. So I think, you know, like the one aspect of it was what I talked about that I just was really intrigued by the fact that I could keep learning about it and keep learning about something that I'm always like, I've always been fascinated about and to be able to like help people in the same field and get to do that at the same time, I thought was like really incredible. Um, and I think it's just like a privilege to get to do what I do to learn medicine and like really just like devote myself to like learning ailments and learning like the human body so that I can like learn or that I can help people in the future who oftentimes are going to be in like their most vulnerable state when I come across them, you know, like, like people will disclose to doctors some of their like, deepest like secrets and things like that, like things they've never told anybody else because they need to for the like sake of their health. And so you're really like a huge like aspect of someone's life at a certain point in their time where like for you, when you see them, it's probably just another day at work, but for them, it could be like the worst day of their life when they're getting a diagnosis or it could be the best day of their life when you tell them that they're cured or, you know, like they're just in a very, vulnerable spot and it can be a very monumental part of their life that you get to be privy to and so i thought that it was just like a huge privilege to get to do what i do and like con then 
in the capacity that I'll be able to do it. And the fact that like you get to help people along the way, help them like lead a better life, a better quality of life, whatever it may be. Um, I just think it's an awesome field. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and you know, I also want to point out to the listeners that I'm sure that there's going to like also gonna, there's like an aspect of stress, right? Uh, because oftentimes you want to do as much as you can for this patient. But if it's a clinical trial or it's a, you know, it's a drug that hasn't been tested and is being tested right now, a lot of times and, and it may not work, right? And there can be side effects. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things are, as she said, you're learning about new things. And as you're learning, you also have to treat someone who is, this can be life or death for them a lot of times. And so it definitely can have an aspect of stress in it. And that's why it's so important that you're doing it for personal reasons. And as she said, you really need to be involved in the process. Um, Yeah, so that's really cool how you got to that career path and why you're inspired to do this. So tell me, uh, how was a normal day uh, of school for this past year? Like, uh, is there like a routine or is it kind of random daily? Sure. Um, So... Your day-to-day changes up like pretty often, I would say every couple of months, just because you're kind of switching what your focus is every couple of months. So the first semester of this year, I was still in like didactic study, which is basically like, you know how like the first half of your med school is basically all like book study and you're in lectures, you're studying for tests every two weeks. You're not really in the clinic or the hospital at all. So during the first semester, that's mainly what I was doing. Um, And so it was like lectures in the morning, studying in the afternoon and the evening, um, pretty like same, same old, like a day to day for the most part, you're just changing up what you're studying. Um, and then in January, I started studying for my, um, step exam, which is that national, um, board exam that you take. It's the scores that you send to your residency programs when you're applying to residencies after med school. Um, so this was the first one that I was taking step one. Um, so kind of a big deal, but they did change it to pass fail. Um, anyway, sorry, I'm digressing, but we have some protected time off. So no classes, no other responsibilities besides studying for step. And we have two months off for that. So that was probably not going to lie. And I think I kind of, um, a lot of my friends felt this way too, but that was probably like the least favorite part of med school so far for everybody. Cause we were all just like waking up every day, 7am like clockwork, going into a room, studying for like 10 hours a day and then sleep and then repeat. And that was just it every day for two months until you took the exam. So that sucked, but you know, like it had to be done, but I finished up, knocked it out in the past now. So I'm glad to be done with it. Um, started rotations. Like I said, those have been nice. Um, your schedule, my schedule, um, it really depends on which rotation you're in, but I started off with internal medicine and, um, where I rotate at, um, at Baylor Scott and white, we usually start, um, every day at six 30 in the morning. Um, you'll go like pre round on your patients, check in on them, see how they're doing, see if there were any, anything that happened overnight. Um, and then the attending physician who oversees all these patients will come in like mid morning, um, and then usually do rounds. Um, so, some attendings like doing like what they call discovery rounds, which is kind of what you see on like Grey's Anatomy, where like you go as a group from patient room to patient room to patient room, and then you present the patient and you say like, Mr. X is a 47 year old male with a past medical history, blah, 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 blah. Like what pretty much what you see like in the TV shows yeah. and stuff. 
Um, some attendings like to just do it like in the team room where you just like quickly give them like a two sentence, like here's what happened, here's what we're doing next. Um, and then the rest of the day, usually like the residents will like help teach you something or you're like doing some research for them or you're just checking up on your patients, um, um, a little bit more flexible time. And then we're usually done by like 4 p.m. I would say. Um, so that's how like the last two months were. Um, so I guess like short answer to that is like the schedule changes um, depending on what you're doing at that time frame, And so you just have to be flexible and you have to be ready to adapt to what your like, um, like time management needs are and what like what you need to like accomplish in the day. Yeah, definitely. That, that makes sense. Cause you know, unlike, you know, high school, you're not always studying all throughout the four years, you know, you have, as you said, your two years are the, the book studies. And then you have that test you were talking about the, the step test, and then you're going to the hospital and actually interacting with patients. So um, do you think this, do you think rotations are easier and you have less of a workload? Or do you think that it has, or it's harder because it's different than what you're used to? Um, I think, I think you definitely have more of a workload. Um, just because, um, yes, you are doing rotations, but you're also studying. Sorry, I didn't mention that. But after you finish rotations, you have to come home and study because we have an exam. It's called a shelf exam after every rotation. Um, so you have a pretty like packed day during rotations. Um, so the workload is definitely heavy. You definitely have to have good time management. And a lot of times it seems like the day is just going by in like the blink of an eye and you haven't accomplished anything. But I do think I enjoyed a lot better than the first half of med school, just because I'm getting to do more of what my like day to day is going to look like when I'm finally a physician, you know, like I'm getting to see patients, I get to be a part of the medical team that makes the decisions on patient care. It's like, I've worked so many years to get to this point where I'm actually like seeing patients and helping patients. Yeah, obviously, I have supervision and stuff like that. I'm not just doing things. But I've, I've been enjoying it a lot more than the first half of med school, even though that, even though the workload is heavier. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, that did that workload different, like that increase, did that have any like effect on you? Do you think like your uh, productivity or um, your energy levels, like, or do you think you're okay? And you expected this basically? Sure. Um, I was definitely, it was definitely, uh, there was a, like a transition period where I was really struggling to like find that good balance um, because I was so used to just like staying at home and studying all day, especially with COVID. I was like staying at home even more. All of our stuff was online. Um, and so now going into the hospital and like having to talk to people all day, having to move around all day, like that was a lot more exhausting than I expected it to be. And so it took me like two or three weeks to really kind of get used to it. Like I would come home and I would just like knock out on the couch for like two or three hours. And then obviously that was cutting into my studying time. Um, but I was just so tired um, the first couple of weeks. I just wasn't used to that, that pace almost. You know, I was used to just like chilling at home in my pajamas all day. Yeah. Um, now I had to like be professional, act professional, like, yeah. You know, it just like takes a little bit more energy throughout the day than it previously did. So there's definitely like a 
time frame where like I had to adapt and kind of let my body get used to it before I really found like my groove. So uh, you, you, do you think there's uh, later nights right now uh, compared to when you were just studying for that step exam and uh, when you were going to lectures? Um, I don't think so because I think honestly I just like make it a point to go to bed by like 11 or 11.30 regardless of like how much work I've gotten done um because what's even worse is if i go to bed at 2 a.m have to wake up at 6 and then like go into like a full day like a 10 hour day and i'm like tired beyond measure you know like i'd rather just like cut the work go to sleep at a reasonable hour and then just you know like i'll make up those two hours like that i missed on the weekend or you know like i'll find somewhere to make it up um so i try to like stick to that if i can yeah and you know you have like your you come home from rotations for like uh, like around 5 4 p.m you said uh and you just you have studying after that is there a school life balance that exists for you um i would say that there is a school life balance but you have to like you have to intentionally make it so um there's always work to be done there's always more studying that you can do and you just have to like intentionally tell yourself like hey i'm taking friday evening off to go hang out with my friends or like saturday everyone wants to get lunch we're gonna go get lunch yeah um you kind of have to like put work into it and even if it's kind of going against what your mind wants you to do and your mind's saying like you're not ready for this test you got to study like you got to do practice questions read this book Hmm. you kind of have to be like no I'm going to take the evening off. Um, And, you know, like that was something that I learned after like the first year of med school. So it definitely takes some work and you have to like, it's weird. It's like putting in that school life balance is, is intentional. Yeah. You know, you can have it if you want it. Yeah, for sure. And do you think that it's becoming easier to create that balance uh, as you're, you know, you're going through med school and you're getting more experienced and understand and you understanding like how long things take and how much work is left basically yeah absolutely you like you totally hit it hit the nail on the head like um you will figure out what works for you and what doesn't after a couple of like weeks or so you know and like you'll know how much time you need to spend on a particular thing versus like another thing so you'll kind of have that idea you'll really learn a lot about yourself and like how how you work well and so you can use that to kind of make your schedule. Um, you know, like I remember the first semester of school last year, just like that first month, I had an exam on like like next Friday and it was like the weekend, two weekends before the exam. And I was like freaking out. I was like, I only have two weeks to study for this exam. Like, what am I gonna do? And I spent all of Saturday studying. Mm-hmm. And you know, like now it's like, I, you can do that if you want to but you can also take that saturday off because you have two weeks to study for the exam you know like there is flexibility and once you learn like how you study and what study methods work for you you can come up with study plans you can plan ahead so that you do make sure you get that like time off you get that time to relax do what you want do your hobbies whatever it may be yeah and do you think that um you know your experiences and like the the things that you're doing is it very similar 
uh, depending on which like which school you go to, like is a is a student uh, across the country and like uh, on the East Coast, like is are they going through the same thing you are, or are they kind of different things depending on how on what school you go to? Um, I think for the most part, from what I've heard from my other friends who are also in med school, um, it's pretty similar in that you know you're always going to be busy so you have to like intentionally find time yeah. for relaxation and stuff like that um different cult different schools have different cultures like some i've heard are maybe a little bit more intense some of their classes are harder um it just depends um where you are in in that sense like what the culture is mm-hmm. um so i think when you know when you're picking a med school it's really important to look at and ask about what is the environment like, um, because that is like I think very important to what your life is going to be like in med school. Yeah, for sure. And you know, it's really important to make sure that that environment you can find people like-minded. And a lot of times, that I feel like that balance would be easier to uh, create when you have people around you that also want to do similar things, right? And you can align your day with them. Do you think that? Yeah, applies absolutely. To you? Sorry, say that again. Do you think it applies to you as well? Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Um, I think, you know, just like an undergrad and any aspect of life, you know, like you're going to find your group, you're going to find your like squad um, that you're going to really get along with. Um, and you guys will have like similar goals. You'll want to like hang out a certain number of times, you know, and like once you find that core group of people and even people outside med school, oh my gosh, that's so important to have mm-hmm. people outside of med school um, in your life they will really like kind of help you you know stay grounded to what you're doing in med school but also pull you away from it when you need to be pulled away from it um because it can be like all consuming sometimes and so it's good to like find that group of people who can really like remind you and show you that like hey you know you have a life outside of med school too um so and i think like one thing that a lot of people you know when they tried to tell you that, okay, are you ready to go into med school? You know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a long journey. Uh, what they tell, what they tell you is that people around you that are not in med school are going to be going through their own life. You know, they already have jobs. You're getting married, getting cars, getting houses. So I feel like having people outside and inside both is important in that sense that you have someone that's doing the same thing you are and you don't feel kind of alone in a way. Mm-hmm. Cause um, I'm sure that, uh, do you think that, you've had to sacrifice a lot to, you know, go through med school and then you're going to go through residency in the future. Uh, do you think you, ha- you, you've you had to sacrifice a lot and you're going to sacrifice a lot? Um, I think I wouldn't necessarily consider it a sacrifice. Like there's definitely like, I'm putting a lot of time into med school right now. You know, like I work most weekends. Um, I work into the evenings, I work till midnight sometimes, you know, like you definitely have to put in a lot more time maybe than like the average person. Um, It is pretty intense, a lot more intense than, you know, maybe like an average like job that someone else might have. Um, But it's all something that I'm like doing it all because I want to and because I chose to. And so I, Sometimes it does feel like a sacrifice and that's honestly like one of the hardest parts of med school is seeing my friends who are not in med school, like doing a lot of these like life things that you just like mentioned and not being able to do that, even though like I'm the same age as them, things like that. Um, 
but when you like, I think, I think when, for me personally, when I labeled it as like a sacrifice, it gave it kind of like a negative connotation, mm. connotation. Well, I'm losing my words. Um, and so I try not to think of it as like a sacrifice, but just like remind myself, like, this is what I want to do. This is what I chose to do. And this is just what comes along with it, you know, and I have this like awesome opportunity to learn something that like only a small percentage of people get to learn. Um, that being said, it does get hard. It, a lot of times it feels like, oh my God, why the heck did I pick this? Yeah. Um, so there's definitely lots of highs and lows with it. Um, and you do, you do spend a lot of time, more time than you would hope sometimes you do end up like getting really stressed and it, you just like, a lot of times it's just like, man, why couldn't I have been interested in something else? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just part, that's just part of the journey, I would say. Yeah. And, you know, I think you're really onto something with that mindset, you know, it's the way you look at things and how you really approach them because, you know, you can take something that someone else says is negative and turn it into positive, you know? It's not a sacrifice, but it's something that I want to do. And if, you know, if I can't do this thing that other people are doing, so be it, I'll do it later in life, you know? And I think that's really important, uh, especially at at this, uh, when you're going through this time. And this podcast, you know, I want to bring information to high schoolers or even undergrads who are, you know, who plan on doing what you're doing right now. So I wanted to know if you had one piece of advice that you wanted to tell those people, what would you tell them? Um, I would say, you know, like if you're planning on doing med school and like wanting to be a physician, it's a long journey ahead. And throughout that journey, just, I would say, just remind yourself to be kind to yourself. Um, It's very easy to get frustrated at yourself, to get angry with yourself. You know, if you, didn't finish everything you wanted to finish for the day, or if you didn't score as high as you wanted to for an exam, or you thought you could have like put more effort in, but you didn't. Um, or you, you know, like it's kind of like a mind game sometimes too, you know, like sometimes you're like, um, you're like, did I really pick the right profession? And then you get mad at yourself for thinking that, or, you know, like it just, you'll see, like, there's a lot of points where you're just like, really frustrated with yourself. And I would say like, just take a step back and give yourself some room to breathe. It's okay if you need to take two hours off. It's okay if you need to take a Friday off and just sleep all day. Um, You know, it's not gonna make a huge difference at the end of the day. You're not even gonna remember that day when you're finally a physician. Um, So just remember to be kind to yourself, give yourself some room to breathe give yourself that grace. Um, it'll go a long way. It'll be good for your mental health, for your physical health. And you need to make sure that like, you know, you stay on top of your own, your own healthcare and your own like safety and everything like that. You know, you can't, you can't give help and you can't give everybody the people you're going to serve your hundred percent if you yourself are not at a hundred percent. So yeah, just be kind to yourself. (laughs) Yeah, that definitely makes a lot of sense. And I think that that's applicable to all uh, all times of your life and in all areas you know at the, at the end of the day you know you're the most important person in your life and you need to take care of yourself so thank you so much really for uh, taking the time to talk to everyone talk to me and to teach us all about what you're going through and how the experience is uh, and if you've made it this far thank you so much for listening and i would really appreciate it if you could leave a review and rating it helps me out a lot 
Uh, if you're on Instagram, please follow us on a lens into at a lens into medicine and please subscribe to whatever platform you're listening to. If you want to learn more about me or learn about what I do, uh, our website is now up and running a lens into medicine.com. Again, thank you so much and I'll see you all next time. Thank you.